Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. The Lord's favor, grace, and blessing be upon all of you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to talk to you today about how everybody bombs multiple times when you're learning and even when you're a mature deliverance ministry. I actually want to talk to you today about how to recover when you get it wrong uh, when conducting deliverance. Um, In the meantime, if you haven't had a chance to go pick up my best-selling book, The Secrets to Deliverance. I want to encourage you to go on out to purchase it on all of your Christian uh, media outlets. I want to talk to you today about when and why we get it wrong um, during the ministry of deliverance or as we would say in the street, when you bomb, B-O-M-B, which means when you just totally don't know what you're doing, you messed it up, you called out the wrong spirit, uh, you done left people all messed up, discombobulated, all of that good stuff. Listen to me. If you say that that has never happened to you, then you are flirting with the ministry of deliverance. Every deliverance minister, sometime or another, has a moment where we just didn't get it right. We were way off. And... I want to talk to you about how to recover and why. And I'll share with you some stories about when I messed up and tell you about how I never wanted to conduct deliverance again when I bombed the first time. It took me about two to three months to get over that. All right. So (laughs) amen. Amen. Listen, before we jump in, I got some great, 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 absolutely great news. We are 99% point ninety nine percent ready to launch our online school of deliverance to the point that we finally have a website or at least a web address or a web domain the new online school of deliverance sponsored by alexander pagani ministries the website is www.secrets to deliverance dot courses that's secret to deliverance dot courses. Let me say it again. www dot secrets to deliverance dot courses. All right. So there you're going to be able to get the online training that you need. We're also going to be having videos on demand for your purchase. Absolutely everything other than the webinars that we're going to do to initiate on various teaching series for deliverance uh, that 
we're going and planning on doing, those will be free, but the actual training courses and the videos on demand will not, they will not be free. So for a small donation or for a uh, videos on demand fee, you can actually purchase the one hour teaching. So we're going to have the actual syllabus attached to it, uh, videos on demand, you could download it. We are this, this, this close, which means we just purchase www.secrets2deliverance.courses and then the email is info at secrets2deliverance.courses so we are actually at the final stage of this thing all we're doing right now is waiting to pick the correct uh, social media or media platform to actually get this done and not only that, we will also be discussing various different topics. I got a good topic that's coming up um, that actually has nothing to do with deliverance, but it has everything to do with how to identify when you're in the wrong church and when you're in a modern day cult. It's actually called Ringer on silent teaching series, which means God has been trying to talk to you, but your phone ringer has been on silent. Absolutely unequivocally bonkers be on the lookout for that it will also be available so anything that we're going to be teaching on deliverance is going to be on the website but as well as some of my pastoral uh, teaching series and all of that stuff we have gone viral that is the reason why you haven't seen me on live so much because we are behind the scenes working on that and i think this ministry has paid the price of giving fresh revelation for free we are no longer doing that, baby. You're going to have to pay me at least a little something, something, something to get this revelation that will absolutely, absolutely change your life. I have paid the price in doing everything for free for the last seven or eight years when it comes to deliverance. Uh, my schools of deliverance will no longer be free and will no longer be online on these social media outlets. You're going to have to take it serious and sow that seed, get in covenant, and we are this close to having putting together our Nazarites and Reformers Global Dot Network. Listen, I think I'm saying too much, but this year, this year, it's gonna be absolutely crazy. So pray for us as all of this stuff um, is in the works. I'm excited. How about you? All right, let's jump into this topic. Let's jump into this topic. Okay, first and foremost, let me say this. All right, if you are endeavoring to be in the ministry of deliverance, one of the first things you have to have in your mind, more than anything that I wish someone would have told me years ago, and is this, get over yourself. Write it in the chat room. Write it in the chat room. Get over yourself. Now, what does that mean? It means that nobody wakes up. Nobody wakes up knowing what they're doing. You have to throw yourself in the fight. You have to read books. You have to sit under impartations. You have to go out and get trained on the people. And even with all of that impartation, uh, DNA, and head knowledge, listen to me. When you are actually conducting deliverance, eight out of ten times, it is not like how you read in the books. Uh, the demonic realm, there are way too many variables. There are way too many unforeseen uh, shifts and plans and demons evolve. Sometimes things just don't go as 
calculated in your head. And there are going to be moments where you're going to get it wrong. Listen, and when you get it wrong, you need to get over yourself. Let me tell you something. The first time that I got it wrong, my wife could testify to this. I had embraced a mantle of embarrassment. What's so crazy is the person didn't even know that I got it wrong. They got free because to them it was, you know, they had never seen deliverance. So even your mess up seemed like you know what you're doing. But I knew that I was making it up as I went along because I, I just didn't know or discern what was going on there. So I kind of faked it till I made it. And I remember when I messed up and I went home, I specifically told my wife and I told my staff, don't you ever throw me in another deliverance session ever again because I refuse to embarrass myself like that ever again. And my wife was like, yo, what the heck are you talking about? They got free. But they had no idea uh, that I was kind of freestyling my way. All right. Because I genuinely didn't know because uh, things things shifted Things moved in a direction that I wasn't really aware of. I didn't know how to totally depend on the Holy Spirit. I was conducting, I was conducting deliverance based on head knowledge from things that I was reading and, you know, and it just didn't work out as planned. And I was embarrassed and I went about maybe six to eight weeks, maybe two to three months of not doing anything because I was worrying about my own reputation. Number one is, Get over yourself. Write it in the chat room. Get over yourself. Stop taking yourself that serious. Uh, heaven is not taking you that serious. They know that you don't really know what you're doing, that you're learning it um, as you go. So they are not holding you to a standard of perfection that they and both you and even the devil knows that you just kind of learning this thing as you go, especially since the ministry of deliverance is the abandoned child of the church. You're not going to get training by your local pastors. You're probably very scarcely going to find a deliverance ministry. And on top of that, the deliverance ministries that you do find out there, a lot of them are sensational, uh, emotional, uh, kundalini, uh, mixed with legalism. It's just a lot of stuff going on. And here you are trying to make it happen, trying to get the little bit of information from the videos of ministers like myself and others that kind of have at least a little bit of experience. Listen, every comedian knows they're going to bomb. Every comedian knows they're going to, every city, they ain't going to rock the house. They're going to bomb somewhere. And what happens? It's a learning experience. What happens? You dust yourself off and you kind of move on and you get over yourself because this is an ever progressing and ever evolving. So number two is this. Number one is get over yourself. Number two is this is understand the ministry of deliverance is an ever progressive revelation. It is consistently unfolding. It will never stop unfolding and unveiling itself. There are millions of dimensions. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has millions of dimensions. As a matter of fact, he is the sevenfold spirit of God. So the ministry of deliverance has folds to it. Write it in the chat room. The ministry of deliverance has folds to it, which means you could be functioning in this fold for the next 10 years and then there's another unfolding 
and God reveals you in and deposits in you a whole nother revelation and a whole nother line of thinking that you need to depend on the Holy Spirit to go down that path without getting traditional um, and falling into deliverance idolatry or, or method idolatry. Or cookie cutter idolatry. What does that mean? Which means what used to work two years from my, from now, two years ago, might not work five years from now. You're going to have to depend on the Holy Spirit to get, get the new strategy to help people get delivered at that time. Okay. Number three. This one is going to rub you the wrong way. Let me finish my thought before you throw the stones at the man of God. And it's this. Doing deliverance is the greatest way to get stuck in doing deliverance is following WWJD. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Throw the stones. <laughs> Let me say it again. The quickest way to get stuck Doing deliverance is following WWJD. What would Jesus do? Hey, listen, let me finish this thought. Let me tell you something. You don't enter deliverance with what would Jesus do? And I'm going to tell you why. Because we only have in all the four gospels about three stories of demonic manifestation where a large percentage of the chapter is dedicated uh, to letting us know what actually happened in the event. And you can draw strategies from those three stories. The, uh, watch this, the Syrophoenician woman, uh, the, the woman with the spirit of infirmity, the young boy with the epileptic seizures, and a man named Legion. That's about it. And how many of you know there are thousands and thousands of people whose lives and demons don't fall into those four categories? So the quickest way to get stuck when you're conducting deliverance is trying to get in your head. Well, let me find the scripture. Let me. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? And you're trying to put in your head stories in the Bible the way Jesus did it. And you're going to find that there isn't any except for. Okay, so then what's the answer to that? Very simple. It's not WWJD. Is do what Jesus did, not what would Jesus do. Let me say that again. It's do what Jesus did, not what would Jesus do. Well, well, what? Well, well, do what Jesus did. What did he do? He totally depended on the Holy Spirit. You want to know why? Because there was no WWJD for Jesus. L listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Uh, there was no, you know, what Old Testament story can I use? Because under the Old Testament, nobody had authority over demons. So there was no scripture that Jesus was looking to for a point of reference because nobody in the Old Testament had authority over demons with the exception of David playing the harp. But that wasn't really deliverance. That wasn't 
breaking a generational curses, that was temporary relief to an internal problem and a curse that was there in King Saul's life. But outside of that story and the anointing of David, there was nothing else. You know how I know? Because Matthew chapter one says that when Jesus started casting out demons, the first thing they said was, you can read this, Mark one, verse 26. The, the people in the synagogue said, what new doctrine is this? What new teaching is this? For with authority, even the demons listen to them. So the quickest way why many of you get stuck and how I got stuck was because I was conducting deliverance and I was trying to find scriptural references in my head about how Jesus did it and I couldn't find any. And then I began to depend on the Holy Spirit. What did Jesus do? Listen, he depended on the Holy Spirit to reveal the root of a problem. And then he obeyed. And when he, and when he obeyed, people got delivered. Did you catch what I just said? The quickest way to get bound and to get stuck is trying to find points of references in scripture. Now, the four that are, I just mentioned to you, those are your foundational. You can draw a lot. You could draw a lot from that. You could draw a lot from that. Right? You could draw a lot from those four verses. But it's not enough. You're going to have to depend on the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit to reveal what he wants you to do. Now watch this. And the Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that is anti-sola scriptura. Which means... Even if there's no Bible verse for it, the Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that is anti the character of Scripture. Even if there is no verses to validate some crazy strategy that the Holy Spirit is telling you to do, you will find that it is the outline of it is somewhere in Scripture, even though there is no Bible verse that actually says do it like this. You're going to find the essence of it in scripture. All right. Okay. Now watch this. Number four. Number four. Am I talking good? Say amen. I'm teaching you some real good stuff that I should charge you in my online school of deliverance, but I'm just kind of wetting your appetite a little bit. All right. Watch this. Here is my personal favorite. All right. And here's what I'm going to share with you because transparency is my greatest character blessing, which means I'm immensely honest. The reason why I'm so effective in deliverance is not because I am like a master and anointed on it. That's part of it. The truth of the matter is I use these. What is this? Deliverance forms. Listen, one of the fastest ways to eliminate getting, getting it wrong and bombing is create for yourself deliverance forms and have people fill them out and follow the form. I never conduct a deliverance without a form. Why? Because I'm not Houdini and I'm not the Holy Spirit and I can't just magically learn 
uh, people's ailments, my discernment of spirits as yours is, has a limitation. Now, it, even though, listen to me, even though uh, it's the discernment of spirits and the gifting is high, nevertheless, it is limited. So watch this. I use deliverance forms. You want to know why? Very simple. It's because deliverance is not possession. Deliverance is me helping you clean your own house. And when I come to your house to clean, tell me what you need help throwing away. Did you catch that? I don't guess when I'm going in. I want them to write that thing down. And I look at the form and I follow the form. Did you catch it? Don't get religious talking about that's limiting the Holy Spirit. Oh, uh, no, it is not. You want to know why? Because then why would God give you his deliverance form? Did you catch what I just said? Did you catch what I just said? Why would God give you his deliverance form? Why? So that you don't mess up. Well, deliverance ministers start using deliverance forms. I had one person one time. And I, you know, I let, you know, sometimes people get zealous in ignorance. One time, they started bashing me in my videos because they came to a deliverance session and I was using deliverance forms and they went everywhere saying, ah, he used deliverance forms. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. He was going based on what was on the forms and faking like it was the Holy Spirit. I was like, what? This is, <laughs> this is not the Holy Spirit. This is me having to not have to call on the Holy Spirit if you tell me what's bothering you. He literally called me a charlatan and a fake because I use deliverance forms and said, oh, no, he uses deliverance forms. I was like, you don't even make sense. Listen to what I'm saying. When you go to a clinic, the doctor is skilled at helping people. You know, get set free, right? Why do they make you fill out paperwork to learn your history? Because the doctor is not going to guess. Listen, the doctor is not going to guess what's your problem. The deliverance forms helps the doctor and the deliverance worker look for a pattern. We're looking for a pattern. Why? The pattern will let me know that your current symptom is part of a bigger problem. Even though, watch this, the, watch this. The form helps the deliverance worker break generational curses. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Man, I really shouldn't tell you this because this is part of my second book. Generational curses are not demons. Generational curses are legalities that give the demons the authority to function, but they are not the demon itself. The, listen to me, listen to me. The demon is the driver. The curse is the gas in the car. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? The curse gives the driver legal access to function. The generational curse is not a demon. It's not demons. 
A generational curse is the legal right that gives the strong man the right to operate there, but it is not the demon of itself. The demon is the functioning. The curse is the legality to that functioning. Now, what do I mean by that? Very simple. Very simple. Is the doctor says, okay, you're having migraine headaches. That's the demon. But the history form of uh, the, 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 the form that you filled out at the office lets the doctor look for hereditary uh, gene uh, genes that are causing the migraine. So the doctor can look at the paperwork, is this what I'm saying, and see, okay, the root problem of your headache is not the headache. It's because there seems to be high, uh, the curse of high blood pressure in the family um, based on the information that you tell me. So I can help you stop the headache, but I'm going to give you this other medication to help you break the curse. Did you catch what I just said? Watch this. So the reason why I have a large success rate in deliverance is not because I'm highly anointed. It's because I use a form and I'm getting the information from the very person themselves. And when I look at the form, I can see based on what we have created in our deliverance form that your issue is not lust and fornication. Your issue is abandonment and an orphan spirit. So I will break the curse of orphan off of you, which is not a demon. And by default, the demon of lust and fornication and pornography and pedophilia and bestiality and all of that crazy stuff. By default, the demon gets cast out legally. Did you catch it? Ensuring both the success of the deliverance session and maintaining the reputation of the deliverance worker. So that way we don't we don't lead to option or point four and I'm done and I'm out of your way. Let me tell you something. All right. This is this is point four. The reason why deliverance worker. You need to use deliverance forms. Why? And it's this. Well, actually, there's two more points, but let me give you this one. Watch this. Here's something you need to learn. I learned this the hard way, which is why I don't allow nobody to strong arm me to do deliverance when I don't feel the anointing, even if they show up to my house. Don't show up to my house talking about the Holy Ghost told you to come through and the Holy Ghost hasn't told me. Like, don't pull on my mantle because that's not how I function. I only do deliverance when I sense the green light from heaven. I don't care if you drove five hours to get there. I'll pray for you, but I won't do deliverance. Why? Because point number four, watch this. When you don't use a form and when you're not, and I'll get into point five, uh, is this. If you get it wrong, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. 
more than anything. I should have made this point number one. Listen to me. Watch this. Deliverance worker and delivery. Those of you getting deliverance. Am I talking good? Say amen because y'all a little bit too quiet in the chat room. All right, watch this. Press the three dots at the bottom of the screen. Share this broadcast with your followers. Listen to me. Watch this. If you guess and just do it by faith, and amen, do it by faith, right? If you get it wrong, listen to me, and this one makes me tremble. If you get it wrong, watch this. And the person on the receiving end is totally in surrender to your leadership of that deliverance moment, which means they open wide their spirit and are just following what you're saying and believing everything that you that's coming out your mouth. If you get it wrong and you call out a demon that's not there, listen to me, the demon that's not there will now be there. Let me say that again. If you get it wrong and start calling out things that are not there, what's not there will become there. Listen to what I'm saying, which means the person's going to leave and now they got a migraine headache and now they're dealing with this other stuff and now they open themselves up to this foolishness and now they went to, they went to this deliverance worker for help. And the deliverance worker said, you got a seducing spirit on you. You got a seducing spirit on you. Come out, you seducing spirit. And that person is like, okay, take it out, Jesus. And that person might not have a seducing spirit. But because it's new to them, they're like, wow, really? I got a seducing spirit? Okay, you know, all right. Guess what? What's not there now becomes there. Listen to what I'm saying. Why? It's no different. Listen to me. It's no different. Let me give you an example how, this, how the spirit of Jezebel works. Watch this. Sometimes, you want to know why it's hard to get people to leave a cult? It's because the evil worker is supposedly doing deliverance, but also imparting to them. Oh, I'm talking good. Don't play with, don't play with this. This real, this real, this some real stuff. I call it, I'm going to tell you what I call it. I never taught on this. I only briefly talked on it one time. And then I said, let me not talk about this because I haven't fully formed it. I call this reverse curse. Write that in the chat room. Reverse curse. Which means the person wasn't dealing with that, but because the deliverance minister said that you was, because they, they don't got a form. And they just kind of freestyling it because they believe that they're just going with what the Holy Spirit is telling them. And it happens. It happens. Sometimes people are sincere. It doesn't mean they're a Jezebel. But when a demon is called out that's really not there, well, guess what? It's unauthorized. Meaning, meaning that what was not there, now there has been a place made for that. And now that person struggles with that, that didn't have it before. Or they receive, they receive, this is what I'm saying, they receive a importation of the person and then they start manifesting. Ah! 
And that's not what they had, but there was a manifestation. Did you catch it? Now, watch this. Watch this. If you don't believe this to be so, then we got a problem here because one snake ate up another snake. Hey, Exodus, should I go there? Listen, if Moses' snake can eat up another snake, then the reverse can happen. Then the reverse, not the spirit of God, but meaning that one, watch this, one demon can be overranked and a new one comes in and now the new one that was placed in there is now the new strong man in there while the other one got swallowed up. Catch the metaphor. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? For those of you that say, give me a scripture for that. Give me a scripture for that. I just finished telling you that there are many dynamics in deliverance that you're not going to find an actual verse, but you're going to find the essence in scripture. We're doing what Jesus did, not what would Jesus do. Did you catch what I just said? One snake eating another snake. You better catch what I'm saying in the spirit. You better catch what I'm saying in the spirit. I am giving you metaphors and similes outlined right here. One snake ate up by another snake. Did you catch it? All right. Listen, listen. That is the most dangerous thing you could do. Start calling out demons and people that they're not dealing with. Because you don't know. You just freestyling. You just kind of going off the head like, oh, I don't know. Come out this. Come out that. Come out this. Come out that. And if that's not what they're dealing with, you just imparted some stuff in there. All right, watch this. Okay, watch this. Point number five. Am I talking good? You need a deliverance form. And mine took me a couple of years to make because I, mine is tailor-made to fit our ministry and the type of inner city people that we deal with in the hood. Okay, last point. Last point. Last point. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This is what I'm saying. Watch this. Uh, watch this. Hebrews chapter 5. Look at this. Hebrews chapter 5. Look at this. Look what it says in verse. In verse. Is, am I talking good? Look at verse 13. Look at this. As a matter of fact. Uh, look at verse 11. Let me read this to you. And watch this. Okay. There is much more we would like to say about this. But it is difficult to explain. Especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. Verse 12. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic thing about God's word. Catch, catch what I'm saying. Watch this. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. This lets me know. That, watch this, that there is a distinction between baby revelation and solid food revelation. Watch this. If you can't understand snake eats snake, you're still drinking milk. Those of you that are mature caught the metaphor and says, I see that. That totally makes sense in the spirit realm. Watch this. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Look at verse 13. For someone who lives... On milk is still an infant and doesn't know 
how to do what is right. Look what it says. And there's a period after that, which means this. Watch this. Whoever's still on milk gets stuck and they don't know what to do when the demons start challenging or when they're dealing with a tough case on deliverance. Did you catch what I just said? When you're still on the baby WWJD, I need a scripture. I got to be a good Berean. You do that because that's level entry level stuff. When you tackle that tough demon, when do you encounter a tough demon or a tough personality where the issue is really deep? You're going to get stuck and you're going to start doing, well, let's, Holy Spirit, give me a scripture. Holy Spirit, give me a scripture. And you know what's going to happen? Nothing is going to come to your head. That was me many years ago. Nothing would come to my head. Nothing. I'd be sitting there like, okay, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what do I do now? Lord, give me the scripture. Nothing came to me. So I faked it till I make it. Watch this. Watch this. When you on baby milk, you know, when it gets tough, the verse here says, you don't know what to do. Why? Because a baby doesn't know how to drive a car. A baby doesn't even know how to walk. A baby, listen, doesn't even know how to talk. A child doesn't know how to do anything. They just totally dependent on an adult to do it. But look at the last verse. Closing context. We're done for today. Verse 14. Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 14. Look what it says. Look what it says. Solid food is for those who are mature. Who through training, who through training, who through training, let me say it again, who through training have the skill, let me say it again, who through training have the skill. Let me read it again. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Wait a second. Let me read it again in layman's term. Who through Continuous training, begin to develop the skill and develop the skill in recognizing what to do that will be right and what not to do that would be wrong. Let me read it again. I'm trying to help you understand that point number five is very simple. Train. Train. Which means keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You want to know why all I do is talk about demons and devils? It's because I'm still training. And the more I train, the more I get better at it. And the more I get better at it, the more I know what not to do. But if you are only doing deliverance once a year, I guarantee you once a year, 
The person is doing the same thing, which means they do the yelling. Put on some, put on some, you know, uh, put on some Todd Delaney in the background and start screaming the blood, the blood, the blood. Fuera! You know, if you're Spanish, you know, they don't know any better because they're only doing it once a year. So they'll just do the same thing once a year and, you know, and then they'll just call out the same thing. And you, you got an orphan spirit and abandoned spirit and, you know, and it kind of is just the same, same thing, Right? But when you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and keep doing it, and keep doing it, keep doing it, you start to eat solid food. And when you start to eat solid food, you start training. And when you start training, you're able to recognize, you know what, don't do it like this because this will open the door to that. But do it like this because this will do it to this. Did you catch what I just said? You need to train. You need to keep doing it. Man, this is good, man. I feel the anointing. I felt, I felt this, I felt this periscope, man. This was good stuff. Hey, listen, man. Listen, 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 listen. Get over yourself. You're gonna bomb once in a while. When you do, baby, go back to the drawing board and continuously train and learn. And another thing, get yourself and create for yourself a deliverance form. So that way you're not producing reverse curse and keep doing deliverance over and over and over and over and over again until you get what? Skilled at recognizing. Let me tell you something. I'm not that anointed in deliverance. I just have done it so much that I've learned a thing or two. I can detect the demon like, oh, I know what's there because I dealt with your kind 50 times before with 50 other people. Did you catch it? Sometimes it's you and the Holy Spirit working together. Which is the reason why when sometimes when people come to me, if I don't feel the green light, I ain't doing it. Why? Because I haven't learned it yet. Did you catch it? Don't get caught up with this guy is the leading voice for deliverance. I am not the lead. I am not even a general. Y'all need to stop calling me that. I am just a humble, I'm a voice for deliverance. I'm the John the Baptist for deliverance. I'm a voice crying in the wilderness. I ain't no general. All right, because there are people that have been doing it for years longer than me. The only thing that I have that might be considered uh, uh, unique is that I've done it so much, over 400 sessions, that I've, I've learned a thing or two. I've learned a thing or two. But I am not the guy You'd be shocked at how many people don't get delivered under my ministry. You could be shocked at how many people go to my events and don't get delivered. It's just a good teaching for them. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the deliverer. Jesus is the deliverer. Real apostles and real generals are like Apostle John Eckhart, Apostle Ivory Hopkins, Pat Holliday, uh, Catherine Sykes, and others. Those are the generals. I'm a forerunner. I'm a, I'm a war machine. I'm a voice crying in the wilderness. Or rather, I have momentum. Don't call me no general. All right? Now, if you call me general, hey, man, I'm not going to be like, don't call me that. But I'm just letting you know that uh, I just learned how to do deliverance because I've done it so much. And I'm getting better at it as I trust the Holy Spirit. To give me the information. And the reason why I have a large success rate is because I use, I use these. My God, ain't nothing wrong with that. And I trust in the Holy Ghost. 
And then I do that ikororobo shakarababababa stuff. And then God does some great things. Amen. God bless you guys. The Lord's favor, grace, and blessing be upon all of you in Jesus' mighty name. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.